0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Zach. And I'm Justin. And welcome to The Other Film Guys. And this week, we are finishing out our Joachim. It's Joachim. Joachim. Last time I said Joachim. Okay, I was going to say, so you mispronounced it it last week. We've said every interpretation (laughs) of it. I'm so sorry, Mr. Trier. Joachim Trier. Okay. Finishing out his, his Oslo trilogy, The Worst Person in the World, one of my favorite movies of last year. And before we get into it, Justin, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing okay, man. Uh, just getting closer to the end of the school semester, four I weeks know. left.
0: It was a month from yesterday.
1: Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. And I'm just ready ready for this general feeling of anxiety to go away, which I suspect it won't go away. It will not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In general, right. It won't go away. Sure. But uh, uh, you know, coming from school, I'm sure it'll stick with me up until literally the day before I graduate. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm ready for that to be over and I'm just, I don't know. It's one of those days where like, I'm just kind of like anxious, you know what yeah. I mean? Just for
0: whatever reason. I feel that. It, I had a not good thought <laughs> that it's been four years since I graduated college. Wow, dude. That's crazy. And we were in college together. For a brief time. For yeah. a brief time. Yeah. So that's that was already four years ago <laughs> what the fuck i dude? graduated december 2018
1: time isn't real
0: like i'm closer to 30 than i am to being in high school mm-hmm. yeah and that kills that's me. that's a
1: thought that makes me sad like well not sad but it's like dang like i'm creeping up on being middle-aged yeah i guess which i don't think being 30 is like well, no age, 30, I,
0: I would say like 40 yeah is more yeah. middle-aged but i'm uh, not
1: getting younger is what i'm trying to say no you know
0: we're not getting younger, not at all. Uh, what we are getting is some deep conversation about this movie. Hopefully, deep. Hopefully, I don't know.
1: <laughs> at least uh, enjoyable, I guess, for whoever's hopefully listening.
0: So. Which, if you have not seen this movie, I would <clears throat> stop and uh, reach out to me, and we'll 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 help you out. Uh, if you have seen this movie, welcome to. The unequivocal experience of the worst person in the world. Um, this movie, I really loved. Uh, that's the food machine. Come get your food, bitches. Or is that what it, what it says? Yeah. Food? Okay, all right. <laughs> Non-derogatory, of course. Of course. They're cats. They don't know the difference.
1: Come get your food, respectable women. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me just wait until this thing... <laughs> it might not even be picked up, like, in the end with the noise recording, but... Uh, this movie stars Renata Rensvi. I think that's how you say her last name. I do not actually know. Uh, Andres, Daniels, and Lai, uh, which we have already talked about twice. And Herbert Nordrum as Ivand Nice. And, and there's a nice little, you know, like... Not really a love triangle per se, but a conflict of romantic interest yeah, yeah, uh that goes about in this movie. What did you think
1: of the movie in general? Yeah, um, well, I actually found it to be pretty relatable to be honest, like yeah. in a lot of areas, oh, yeah, um, I think you know right off the bat, something that I can immediately relate to is uh what's the lead character's name um Julia julia or julia Julie. she pronounces it as julia um but uh yeah basically you know just kind of going through going through college and kind of like bouncing around from thing to thing and yeah whatever interests her at
0: that particular moment she starts off as like a surgeon doctor yes and yeah. then goes into psychology
1: yeah psychology and then photography, and then photography yes yeah. yes yeah yeah right and like which like i mean i can like absolutely relate to and it's just kind of crazy how when you're a young age, you know, your early 20s, you're supposed to pick something that, you know, you're going to stick with for like the rest of your life. They're picking them even sooner. <clears throat>
0: Nowadays, insane. like I was at this Levi Outlet store and I actually heard the cashier who was like a high schooler talking about how they have a relative who's like, I think in uh, second grade. And they're like, hey, what do you so like, what are you choosing to be when you grow up as an assignment? I don't like that. And like in high school now, like I know for where I went to high school and graduated Klein High School. They right after I left, they voted to start doing like quote unquote degree plans where you would take specialized classes based off of what you want to go to sc- to college for, which like I mean, cool I guess cuz you're only really learning what you want to. Sure. Earlier, but also like you can't choose what you want to do in life in high school. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you did great that's great for you i'm
1: gonna say you're in the very small minority if like that is you though you know yeah oh mean? yeah
0: absolutely i mean it's very well known that like people don't know what the fuck they're doing in life uh, i saw
1: this thing the other day that I was talking about it was i think it was a thread on twitter that was basically just talking about how like your 20s all your 20s are pretty much just a lot of like overthinking and a lot of just really figuring out like who you are and what you like and what kind of people you like and be around with and stuff like that yeah And it's not really until your 30s where like you actually are this this more fleshed out person you know what i mean and your 20s are really just a lot of like just a lot of like trying things you know what i mean because well, like
0: what your frontal lobe isn't even like fully developed until about age 25 so, so.
1: i in adult years i am one
0: yes i am a child (laughs) we're not even one yet yes we're like a few months old
1: yeah 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 you're right yeah exactly so yeah so i could definitely relate to the movie on that uh perspective for sure because like yeah it's hard to fucking settle on one thing and obviously that's something that uh extends to julie beyond you know her academic endeavors of course like that's something that also kind of bleeds over into her personal relationships and you know like uh feeling like she doesn't want to be necessarily tied down to one single relationship or one single person. You know what I mean? Yeah, And just kind of, you know, jumping from thing to thing and really going acting strictly just off your intuition. You know what I mean? And that was something that I could definitely relate to it. So I enjoyed the movie from that aspect, that it felt like a very, like, what's the word? Uh, Relatable, very... There's a a specific word I'm trying to think of that I can't come up with, but... um, I
0: think relatable is pretty... Pretty spot solid. on. Um, there's a lot in this movie to also be said about just like, you know, Renata's path or Julie's path to finding out not a, not only just what she wants to do, but like who she is. Like she doesn't really know herself right. that yeah. well. Yeah. Um, she says at one point, uh, spoiler alert, when she's breaking up with Anders Danos and Lies character, uh, that she feels like a a supporting character in her own life. She's just watching everything happen. She's not really making those decisions, or you know, knowing who she wants to be. And like at her birthday, uh, she's like looking to or towards all the women that were in her life, and that mm-hmm. led up to yeah. her through her family. And like by this age, they were a mom. Yeah. And this, and they they died, and you know they did this and this and this, and it's like, what have I even done? And yeah. I'm thirty. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. a mom. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, who am I as a person? And I think that you know, like it
1: hurts <laughs> it did hurt yeah for sure it's very accurate in its portrayal of just general like aimlessness really in yeah. life you know what i mean just kind of like wandering like i said from from thing to thing so i mean it 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 did hurt and it was very complimentary to this like you know this anxiousness that i've been feeling for the past few days because i mean like kind of the same like i'm about to graduate college and it's still like I'm still just like some guy, you know what I mean? Like there's not like a whole lot I haven't done. And I'm not saying like to like pity myself or like that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just like it's, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. And you know, the future is already something that is bad for my anxiety when I think about, and this movie is also about the future in itself. You know what I mean? Not only is it about the present and what what she's doing to establish herself as a person, but, you know, she's also trying to figure out what's the person that she wants to be when she's older. You know what I mean? So it's very much about the present and the future at the same time.
0: Yeah. And it's also, like, sort of, like, how she's influenced by people around her as well, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely an aspect, like, a large aspect of life that I like to see in movies like this about self-discovery. Um, I wrote about that in my review, but it's been so... I mean, I did rewatch it today, um, I think I've watched this maybe four times now oh, since nice. it came out. Okay, so um, you really liked it then? I really like this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's easily the best of these three movies that we've talked about. Oh
1: yeah, I agree definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, for sure.
0: Reprise is pretty close for me. Um, Oslo is definitely trailing a bit towards that low end. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I had this paragraph that I that I talked about because it does give a lot of my thoughts on the movie. This is a. Uh, Really great character study of a woman who is shaped so much by the world around her, but at the same time incredibly resilient against influence from other people, not wanting to follow in anybody's steps or play along to their plans. In one scene on her 30th birthday, narration plays in place of her thoughts and reminisces over her mother, grandmother, great-grandmother, and so on, and how their lives were different and what they each achieved by the age of 30. This leads her, though, to never keep growing with her life as it goes on. She's stuck growing. And then almost immediately receding into the previous stage she was at. Which I think is pretty explanatory of the movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Themes. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Pretty accurate review, I would say. Um I struggle to come up with a good like commentary for the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just because the movie's kinda like her. Like, you just kinda like figure out what kind of movie it is like it's funny it's also obviously very dramatic um
0: it's romantic it's devastating yeah definitely definitely it it, it's a whole spectrum of emotions and events that transpire and i think it's you know something that everyone should experience once
1: i will say the moment for me that kind of what's the word kind of separated it into something that I thought was like good to something that I thought was like really good and excellent. Even uh, was that, that sequence that's, I'm going to say is like pretty famous now where time oh, the stops stop
0: time sequence. Yeah. Yes. I love
1: that part. Yes. That sequence is amazing. I like that one. And I, I love a good uh, acid slash mushroom trip portrayed in film.
0: That one was so fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, I dug it though. It was yeah. good. It was good. Yeah. It was very sure. good. Uh, There's a lot of this movie that just has so much great filmmaking towards it. And I really can't wait to see what uh, Joachim does next. Um, I think even outside of this Oslo trilogy, he has some great movies. Uh, Louder Than Bombs, starring uh, Jesse Eisenberg, and then Thelma, which I've talked about before on the show, are very good movies. I think both of those are on canopy.
1: Nice. Cool. Um, But yeah, I love that that sequence where time stops and... uh...
0: I mean, that's that's the movie right. That there. That is the movie right there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, I um, mean it comes just shy of the midway point of the movie, and it's also what happens like just before she breaks up with uh, with Axel, yeah, Lie's character, and then uh, and then she starts this new this new infatuation slash romance with um, the other guy, Ivan. Ivan, yes, with Ivan, and um, yeah, really love that sequence. It's beautifully shot. Um, I really like the way the movie looks. I think the very first exposure I got to the movie was um, this the a clip of uh, of when she's hanging out with Ivan at the party that she crashes. Oh, the smoke! Yeah, the smoke yeah. being exchanged between the two, which is that was like super the, hot.
0: <laughs> that was that, and then the shot of her running were like the yeah. two publicity photos that everyone uses. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's always very funny to see what everyone's using uh, when reviews are coming out. But yeah. um, I think that sequence where time stops that is i mean i say like that's the movie because i mean i think it is like it's it's so much of her just wanting to stop time and just do the one thing in the world that she wants to do
1: yeah yeah and i also feel like the title is also very very uh again accurate as far as you know while me. while somebody is going through this this journey of introspection if you if you want to say that um they can oftentimes like, you know, kind of blame themselves for, for certain things, you know what I mean? Or feel guilty about like, why am I not doing this? Or like, why am I, why is what I'm doing right now making this person feel bad? Or, you know what I mean? And you could deem yourself the worst person in the world, you know what I mean? But it's like, that's not the truth at all. You know what I mean? That's just how you view yourself. You know what I mean? That, but that's not that that's not necessarily what's true you know what i mean
0: yeah no exactly um and that's the guilt that she feels you know towards axel at of the course end. yeah 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 um, he gets terminally sick and she's like well maybe like what if i stuck stuck with him like yeah. would this have happened yeah
1: which that whole sequence also was also pretty uh, you know profound to me because uh he's he's in his 40s i think whenever he he uh, passes so he's already like gone through like several relationships. It's something that he, that he talks about with her um, that he's already gone through several relationships and he can say for sure that, you know, she was pretty much the love of his life, you know? And that was something that I was like, damn.
0: Fuck man. <laughs> like, what do I do with that information? <laughs> I love the moment where like we see him for the first time again, after they've broken up, well, I guess, uh, other than the interview. Um, and he, he's, uh, Oh, no, I just really love this moment. He's like in the hospital and he's air drumming. Oh and yeah, the, and yeah, the yeah. camera's like yeah. moving with yes, his, yeah. Uh, it was such a, like an invigorating scene. Yeah, to someone who is so devoid of that vigor and yeah. the life that he used to have.
1: Yeah, there are definitely moments where the the cinematography shines for me. Shot on film. Yes, beautifully. And uh, I want to say of the of the other two movies that we've talked about this is probably the best looking one easily you know what i mean yeah um but i could also see remnants of of that style and especially in the editing of with this movie from reprise to me i could just see some some uh you know stylistic choices that seem to permeate from from reprise which i thought was interesting and um and yeah gorgeous looking movie like the way it sounded uh, good looking people, you know, I mean, great looking people. You're already That's off to a good beautiful start movie. Yeah. You're already <laughs> off to a good start. You know what I mean? It looked yeah. nice and warm and sunny in Oslo. I was like, wow, I really just want to like just vibe in this place right this,
0: now. This made me want to go to Oslo more than I think any of the other movies did.
1: True. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And e- even though
0: my parents have been to Oslo. Yeah, they've been they've been to Norway. I think they want to go again as well. That's awesome. Um, I would love to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just to say I've been there. Yeah. Um, to reenact see. the Northman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. This movie also kind of confirmed for me, not confirmed, but played to my, my general feeling of being anti-kid, I guess, <laughs> 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 or, like, not having any, because, yeah. like, I like that scene where, where they're hanging out <laughs> with his friends or whatever. And like the mom's fucking chasing her daughter. Around <laughs> Bro, I'm just fucking stuck my arm out and clothesline that fucking kid, man. Like, Oh man, that shit made me cringe. I was like, man, that shit gotta be so fucking like embarrassing. Like while it's happening, like I, no fault to the parent, yeah. of course, you know, like you can't control what the fuck your kid's fucking doing. But
0: do you uh, remember it uh, <laughs> at my uncle's wedding? Yes. My brother. Yes. Yes. <laughs> The whole time I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> and I love the kid. Yes. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. But holy shit.
1: That's a lot to deal with, bro.
0: It is, yeah. And I, I just, I ultimately really do think that it is, it's not a kid problem. It's a parenting problem. That I, like, I feel like people are like parents, especially are just way too like lax and just like non involved than like probably ever before i would say i mean definitely less so than when i was a kid and being raised by my parents um obviously some families are different yeah of course yeah exceptions to the rule yes but i think that is definitely true of what i'm seeing in a lot of kids it's just giving in so they shut the fuck up (laughs) and not really doing anything about it
1: that's yeah kids are bastards
0: like uh, <laughs> I'll
1: just say it, <laughs> um, they're cool to hang out with for a little bit, and then they and then they start acting like that, and I'm like, okay, where are your fucking parents?
0: It really does depend on the kids, because there there have been yes. some kids that I've yes. been around that I'm like, you're so cool, yeah, right, like, yeah, yeah, and you're like a third my age, I want to grow up like you, <laughs> and there's some that are like, get me the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, so you're probably you probably yeah. are right. I think a lot of it does just does come down to you know parents and you know i'm i don't say that as like a judgmental remark or anything like i would like to believe that parents are like doing the best they can with when it i comes think so to their kids
0: i mean everyone does the best that they can in all situations and i think we need to give pretty much everybody a little bit of slack sure um but still control your damn kids
1: yes yeah at least like don't have them like run away from you and <laughs> uh, i just hated that part that was yeah. like no
0: mm. that was so that was so at- Incredibly painfully accurate as well, mm-hmm. especially with my siblings. Like, you're like, no, you need to stop. It's like, no,
1: I'm literally running from you, bro. And it's like, yeah. So I'm the it, type of person like they start running from me. I'm literally just gonna stand there and be like, I'm not playing this. My brother game.
0: reminds me of the of the video. It's like, what do you got? to Have a knife? Oh my God, bro. That
1: video is hilarious. But it's a that very does good one. that does sound like I can definitely see your brother it. <laughs>
0: Both of my brothers, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: and then what else? That that whole like that whole sequence in general was just kind of like me as a viewer. I felt like it was pretty similar to what I imagined Julie was feeling in that it was uncomfortable to be around and watch. Was not also you know controlling the children, but also seeing a married couple being uh, his friend and his wife, uh, which the friend was in. Oslo. Yeah, I he think. was the,
0: he was also the the friend in Oslo. Yes, he was the friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I I don't know his name. I just know he's the friend. <laughs> his name is um What is his name? It is Hans Olaf Brenner.
1: Hans, Hans the friend.
0: He uh <laughs> he's in another movie from 2019 that's called Beware of Children. <laughs>
1: Coincidence?
0: <laughs> um yeah, like that
1: scene where Everybody's dancing, have a good time, and, like, they get his wife oh, to join yeah. them in dancing. And was,
0: wasn't that a different, like, couple, though? It was was an it? Older, it was an older couple, I okay,
1: think. Okay, I couldn't, because I th- I could have swore later on you could see, like, him, like, you know, they're, like, on, like, a little cliff thing or whatever, and he kind of, like, embraces the person, the woman who had her head nearly fucking chopped off. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure, I thought was I could it was be wrong, him. I could be wrong. Okay, I think it was him, because um, those were also, like, his kids that were running around as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but like, yeah, like that was also just like painful to watch. Maybe
0: it's the same person from Oslo. Ooh, Maybe it's ooh, ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, that was just painful to watch. Like yeah. see, not only you know, of course, this person literally almost get their head chopped off, uh, but just kind of well, like the subsequent just, embarrassment. Did she
0: just get her head like pushed into a light bulb?
1: Was that what? Okay, for some reason I'm, I thought I like, like I don't think it was even like that. I don't think out. it
0: was even that bad
1: that bad she had her head smashed into a light bulb
0: okay i'd be mad as hell i'd be 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 fighting somebody did that
1: to me we'd be fighting straight up bro best believe i'd be embarrassed as all hell i'm not i am not afraid to say we would be throwing hands i would be feeling mad insecure and embarrassed i'd be like yo we got to do something about
0: this right now (laughs) i mean it's not like he did it like like hey go into this light bulb
1: (laughs) man on purpose or not bro That shit I, you know, like she had every right to be pissed off. Every fucking right.
0: (laughs) Every right. But I'm I'm just saying, like, she didn't get her head fucking chopped off. Like, you're right. She just got it flattened. (laughs) It's a light bulb. Oh, you fucking hurt. She could have gotten stabbed. Well, that's true. I mean, she could have gotten stabbed, but she didn't. Just a light head trauma. Light head trauma for a for a good evening otherwise
1: she was well within her right to roast the fuck out of this man
0: <laughs> yeah they, they i mean they're fighting in the next room and everyone can hear them and
1: which is also another like painful thing it's also watch.
0: it's also painfully realistic it hurts yes yeah exactly very much. Yes, yes um
1: the whole movie very realistic in its portrayal of relationships of life of life yeah life in general yeah relationships with your loved ones uh, or significant others, I should say, your relationship with yourself mainly, which I think is like the main yeah. relationship to the whole movie. Self v. Self. Yes. Yeah. And your relationship with like family. You know yeah. what I mean? Those three things. Um, but you can also see like with uh, Julie's relationship with uh, her parents, specifically her father, which is pretty much a non existent one.
0: Yep. He just makes up every excuse to not see her on her birthday, to not be involved in her work to basically not do anything.
1: Yeah. And she just kind of, just kind of like defaults and like, doesn't really like, you know, push back whenever he offers like excuses or anything like that, even though he seems to be okay. Like spending time with who I assume like is his other daughter, I'm assuming younger yeah. daughter. Um,
0: <laughs> and Do you see the look on her face though? When like, cause she opens the jacket that he got her for her birthday and then the, the other daughter comes in wearing the same jacket and she's like, oh yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah dude yeah
1: yeah i can definitely uh yeah just the way she just kind of like doesn't want to like push or back down or she automatically backs down doesn't really want to push um that was also something that i found to be really realistic as well you know as you're getting older kind of finding like transitioning from like not necessarily talking back to your parents but Asserting your own yeah. self. Well, and your you parents. would you would
0: assume that she's done that also with him, like probably her entire life, mm-hmm. and so she's just True. used to being like not necessarily maybe even like let down, but just left behind. Sure, yeah. And she's been let down so many times that she just doesn't even let it get to her anymore.
1: Well, it, to me, it does seem like it does get to her. Um, I think she just tries to act like it doesn't, but to me, yeah. I feel like it does, and I think that's probably the main reason why lie uh, lies character Axel. Uh, why he like pretty much sticks up for her like whenever yeah. they, they visit Fucking,
0: him. What a real one.
1: For, for, for real, though. Yeah, facts. Straight up. Real one. She
0: was kind of wrong for leaving him behind, though. <sighs> but, I mean... I mean, it was the right decision for her.
1: Yes, it was the right decision for her.
0: But I think she also realized at the end, like, I really did love him. I think I, we would have been happy together.
1: And see, like, that's also realistic, I feel like, because, like, I don't know, all those things... People can be make tr-
0: mistakes. I mean, all
1: those things can be true at once, though. Like, yeah. you can make a decision that is for yourself. And that's still, very true, and still, like you know, have these feelings and love for that person, like those things. All those things can be true at the same time.
0: Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. Exactly. Yeah, yes. good point.
1: Yeah, so point. That, that's another. Just how like complicated the mo- not the movie's not complicated, but the themes that it tackles are extremely complicated. Yes, And the way that it handles those and uh, and really executes. Um, I mean, I to me it was very one of the most human movies that I saw. You know, uh, was it. last Last year yeah 2021 yes yeah yes um so this
0: and uh come on come on were very two like insanely human yeah realistic um very relatable movies i think
1: yeah absolutely that's a good comparison for sure Um, and they both
0: sort of have like a lot of that like the same like sort of thematic uh, choices of like knowing who you are and growing up sort of
1: yeah they use different you know come come on come on really uses uh children to uh to what's the word uh support that yeah. that theme um whereas with this one
0: uh, he was snubbed
1: yes yes he was what a crime unforgivable um but yeah no with this one julie just kind of you know i think i think for a lot of the movie it's you know she wants to do things for herself and but she keeps like bouncing from thing to thing from person to person and i think finally by the end of the movie she realizes like okay I'm not going to get the answers I'm looking for in other people. I need to like really look inward and just really work on myself and worry about myself. And that's the one relationship that should matter to me is what I think about myself. You know what I mean? So as far as, so I, I really, I really vibe with the movie on that level, you know, on that level of introspection for sure.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very good in that regards of, I think this movie is going to help a lot of people actually see where they need to grow.
1: This was, th- this was one of those movies where I watched it for the first time uh, shortly before going through a a change in my life, and like I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is not the movie. <laughs> I'm like, I know this is probably the movie I needed to see right now, but I did not like watching it just yeah. because of how true it was. You know yeah. what I mean? The whole thing just felt very true, and it was like... Why are you making me see things? They hated Jesus because he told the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Too accurate, man. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot to take away from the movie. And especially if you are, you know, the type of person who just kind of feels like, you know, maybe just a general sense of, I don't know, shame for feeling like you're not doing enough or that you're not doing what you need to do. I feel like this is a good movie to communicate to you and be like, "You're, you're just do... You know, act on your gut, your instinct, and at the end of the day, you know, just make the best decision that is for you because that's what, you know, everybody's doing. You know what I mean?
0: Um, I think this fits in with a few other movies that we've talked about that I think are sort of evergreen, like sort of like Synecdoche, New York, where I think this movie applies to pretty much everybody no matter where you're at in life. Whether you think you've figured out your shit, whether you have definitely not figured out your shit, I think there's something here for everybody.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for young people like julie or even if you're older you know maybe you can relate to axel more um if you're a parent you can probably relate to axel or you know his friends more um yeah it touches on a bunch of different parts of life and yep. a bunch of different demographics for sure
0: absolutely do i want to get to final opinions or do you have anything else mm, did i just speak english partly okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> my brain does lo- that all the time. I love
0: the soundtrack in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Very, definitely. very good for you know, sure. Soundtrack.
1: I love a good soundtrack.
0: And score. Very good stuff.
1: It looks good. It sounds good. Like I said, there's not a whole lot. Script is great, you know.
0: Oh yeah. This was I I I think one of the best scripts. Not the best. I think that is reserved for I think drive my car. Uh but this is this is top five. Easy.
1: If I'm thinking of things that I can be critical on, and that's partly, I'm sure, why this'll probably be a relatively short episode, is because I have pretty much nothing but like praise to heap on it.
0: We're pretty average know. right now.
1: I okay, bet. Um but uh if you know, if I'm thinking of something that I can be critical on, nothing really comes to mind, to be honest. Um I like that it's broken up into like segments and chapters. chapters. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, for my brain, it's like, okay, like, like I don't know, like, it's nice seeing things, like, broken up, you know what I mean? It uh, just makes it easier for, you know, that's, like, that thing where most people, like, watch TV or, like, episodes of things. They'll watch, like, you know, long miniseries because it's broken up into, you know, hour-long episodes instead of, like, a two-hour movie type of thing, you know what I mean? Just because it's yeah. broken up into, you know, more manageable pieces like that. So, that was something I liked. Um, I can't... Re- I honestly... I cannot think of anything that I necessarily disliked about the movie.
0: Me either. I don't have any like specific ripes. Um I know that this isn't a perfect movie to me. Sure, right, of course. Same. But I like it's I can't really put any words to
1: like I can't pinpoint a specific aspect or component where I'm it's like It's just a feeling. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it is just a feeling. And that's what <sighs> that's what cinema is. It's just a feeling.
0: And I believe in cinema.
1: And I believe in cinema, which I'm really, I'm really sad. I'm still holding out hope against hope that there's like a secret, a secret screening of that new, of new Lynch. We'll we'll have to see.
0: Maybe it's, maybe it's that secret that they're not announcing it even with the main line.
1: I'm, I'm holding out hope against hope, man. Cause I was really, I was so hyped whenever, whenever that, that. uh, I was
0: too, but I also wasn't like getting to the point where I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. yeah." See,
1: that was me. I was
0: like, yes, (laughs) let's go. I was like, if so, fuck yeah. If not, fuck yeah. <laughs> We're getting some other great shit at Cannes. That's true. So, that's true. New Cronenberg Re- looks sick.
1: I that <coughs> I love the title, Crimes of the Future. To me, that is It's a,
0: already a movie he has too.
1: I I think I saw that. Yeah. From like
0: I think I don't know, nineteen eighty maybe or something like that. He has this is apparently completely unrelated, not a remake, not a sequel. It's just another movie that he has called oh, okay. crimes of the future.
1: Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I fucking love that title. That is a tier one title to me. Oh yeah. That's like, a great you, title. You hear a title and you're just like, that's a
0: winner. Which, that's a fucking banger. If I'm, right there. if I'm I'm like, fuck it. Just use it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. I mean, who's going to tell him no? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Fucking amazing. They're going to tell title. you what, you don't have the copyright for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real though.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. Great shit. New right card as well. Pretty yes. Right about that.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. And uh oh, we're getting some really good shit this year. Uh, we've we've talked about it, but can especially looks like it's rearing up to be something good. Facts. All right. Uh I give this a four and a half for me personally. Like I said, it was one of my favorite movies of the year. I think I learned a lot from it. I got a fr- i got a lot from it, and I think I'll continue to getting a lot from it. Um I'm thinking about this like all the time, a lot lately. Um great movie. That's all I got to say.
1: I concur with you. Um, I'm going to keep mine at a four, though. Fair enough. Four stars. Excellent movie. Um, Like I said, touches on a lot of truths, a lot of human truths, um, and extremely relatable in its messages and its themes and its character as well. And uh, it's just a very enjoyable movie. Like I said, I wanted to be inside of it, and I wanted to be in Oslo, and I mean... I feel like it's a film that really captures just, you know, general sense of aimlessness that may or may not be a generational thing, but definitely I feel like is a young person thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, really just a lot of self-discovery, trying things out, um, seeing what kind of people you like hanging around, uh, you know, just a lot of like trial and error shit. And at the end of the day, it's all going to come back to the main, most important relationship, the one being the one with yourself. And what
0: do you think about yourself? Beautifully said. Thank you. Now for some bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Going from that wonderful little blurb there to some terrible shit. This half-star review from Abdullah EV says, "A pathet- it's a half-star review, a pathetic piece of garbage that's a complete waste of any self-respecting person's time. It has nothing to say artistically and nothing to act cognitively. An artistic work, even a horrendous one, has to stand for some idea, aim at a certain value and or purpose, and represent some perspective. yet here we are the yet here we have the typical example of the product of the modern European artistic mentality, two hours of meaningless words aiming at a complete void and standing for a vacuum. This man is mad, bro <laughs>
1: you should have seen, my mouth literally dropped when it you started <laughs> I was like, no fucking way!" this man trolling <laughs> bruh. That is unforgivable. Let me see. Okay, here we go. Uh, half star from AJ Buckaroo. <laughs> Never letting Letterboxd make me make me watch a movie again. The most boring thing I have seen maybe ever. Characters are so shallow and horrible. Oh. Dying dude kept saying you are a good person to the girl. And like, question mark, question mark, question mark. No, she is not. <laughs> uh that was funny um shallow and horrible 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 is too harsh of a word i'm gonna say complicated feels like the more accurate word yeah. to me um and shallow i mean the word complicated i feel like negates
0: that they're word shallow they're these, so complex these characters. are very
1: characters with a lot there's of depth.
0: nobody in this that is like one note at all exactly yes aside yeah, from exactly. maybe like the like Ivan's girlfriend that he has or whatever. Yeah. She's
1: barely in the movie though. Yeah.
0: it's like, she's barely movie. Of course she's, we're not going to get like a whole. <laughs> even, um, but
1: even like with somebody to compare her to, even with um, Julie's dad, who's barely in the movie, he's in it for the one scene where they visit him and she, and he's present in uh, her mushroom trip. That's uh, right. For, for a little bit. Um, and even in those brief appearances, like he doesn't necessarily feel one note. You know what I mean? And that just might have to do with, you know, uh, Julie's feelings towards him and how the film uh, uh, presents that. But uh, Shallow, nothing about this movie is shallow.
0: Nope. This one infuriates me. Uh, And it could stand for a greater discussion, but we're not going to do it today. Half-star review from Helena. Okay, this is slightly cheating because I couldn't get through this film. Like, I tapped out at 20 minutes. So painstakingly mediocre. That isn't slightly cheating. That is 100% yes, cheating. Yes. You yes. watched the trailer <laughs> and <laughs> reviewed this movie. <laughs> like 20 minutes? That's it? That's not even where you get into the like into anything that this movie is actually even talking about.
1: Yeah, right. You probably get through the prologue and a little bit of the first chapter.
0: Yeah, that's probably it. Like to to say that you've you've I, I I have no qualms or quorums against people who don't finish movies. I don't. I don't finish movies all the time. Mm. It's when you go and you talk about them as if you've seen them as a complete art in a complete form. Talk about what they are, what they mean, what they should mean to other people. Yeah. Like how how fucking pompous do you have to be to be to claim to be the authority when you didn't even finish something? Yeah. Fuck you, YMS.
1: <laughs> just ruin my day. <laughs> okay, well, I have a... This one's funny. It's a half-star review, but it's one that I can get with uh, from Mitch. He says, or they say, this was one of the best movies I've ever seen, but it ruined my life. So, <laughs> 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 like, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah, it is one of the... Definitely one of the better movies I have ever seen, but just because of how, like, accurate and specific it is... It's like, why are you attacking me right now?
0: Yep. (laughs) Stop coming for me. (laughs) All right. Now to do a positive review to even things out. I'm just going to do this one. Um, Five-star review from Alba. Babe, wake up. A new relatable sad girl who feels lost in life just dropped. (laughs) (laughs) I like that.
1: (laughs) That's a good one. Babe, wake up. <laughs> that was me with that was my tweet with the lynch news. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wake up, babe, new lynch dropping. Fool ass. <laughs> Go back to sleep, babe. <laughs> Shit, never mind. <laughs> oh lord. Okay. Well, let me read uh Josie Marie's uh four star review. She's seen this three times, so this is from her third review. Um she just like me for real. <laughs>
0: uh, I love that meme. That's a good one. He just liked me for real. There was also another one that was like can't wait for the English language remake with Dakota Johnson. I Stop forgot speaking that into existence. That's not like an actual thing no, though, right? No, okay. it's not. No, All no, right. No, 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 thank god. I was no. watching
1: the I was watching it and I was like just like already dreading
0: the American version that was coming. Just as soon as something good from another country comes it's like, "Oh, I can't wait for the American one."
1: It's terrible. Oh, fuck off.
0: It's terrible. All right. Now to be talking about some movies that we've been watching in between episodes. When was the last time you recorded?
1: This will be pretty short. Mine mine.
0: won't. I've seen some movies. Uh, I do my job here. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) All right. uh, Okay, I know where I left off. I'll go ahead and start off since I've let you start the last two times. Start off with everything everywhere all at once. Holy shit, what a goddamn movie. Beautiful. What a picture. A movie that speaks to movies, a movie that speaks to life. A movie that I really think, I truly believe it that is a a once in a lifetime sort of sort of thing that joins the pantheon of other legendary films like not not just because it's multiversal or whatever, but that joins like The Matrix, that joins The Godfather as some of these like the most iconic movies that we're going to be talking about for the next 50, 100 years.
1: That's definitely the vibe that I got from watching preview footage from the You can just tell. Like, it's just different. Yes, you, you can tell it's built
0: different. Michelle Yeoh in that movie. Everyone in that movie. Um, uh, What's what's his name? He was in uh The Goonies and he was in Indiana Jones, left acting for a while. Um, Kei Hui Kwan. So fucking good. Jamie Lee Curtis, so good. James Hong. Stephanie Hsu so fucking good in this movie yeah i can't i honestly you need to see it
1: i i'm making plans to go see i'm gonna try and see it sunday okay because i ain't working because stores are closed on sunday or at least the store i work at is closed yeah because it's easter sunday so that's a perfect opportunity to go watch it because yeah like i hear nothing but praise for that movie and like i said you could just tell from looking at preview footage unless your Jackson. Fuck that guy. I don't fucking
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh next movie I saw was uh finally scratched off the list, uh Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. Scorsese. Great movie. That's the cinema right there.
1: Very un- not I don't know if underrated is the word, but uh Joe Pesci is really like the, the performance that I remember the most from that movie. Just because it's not you know the typical, like, very like big, violent performance that he's probably most most famous for. You it's know pretty I mean? muted. It is muted, and he's more he's definitely he's actually more more submissive in that role, yeah, and then he is in his more famous ones, like you know, Robert De Niro's beating up beating up on his ass like the whole time, pretty much. You know what I mean? Verbally, yep. physically, <laughs> you know, like he's he, like he's a punching bag, pretty much. So that's a, that movie is deeply. Upsetting. <laughs>
0: Very much so. I as much as I love it, like I I was telling you, like, as like Scorsese already has so many heaters that it's like actually kind of towards the bottom of my list of his movies. Yeah. But I think still think it's so incredible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For sure.
0: Uh then I watched uh The Outfit, which came out this year. Um, I was okay. Um, uh, I didn't really expect it to be something groundbreaking uh i just really wanted to watch it for zoe dutch and that's pretty Mm. much it (laughs) nice and dylan o'brien uh fair enough and he's barely in the fucking in the movie damn damn (laughs) (laughs) damn i actually have a lot of like legendary movies on this uh because next up is shin godzilla now that is a fucking that's a, fireball. That's, that is a heater. Son. That is an atomic breath movie. Yes, right there. Yes,
1: five stars right there. Uh, you yeah. you had
0: tweeted out that like you you like fall asleep thinking of that all the time as it was happening. I was like, I was literally like, holy fucking shit, dude. I I
1: adore that movie. That movie. I was not ready for just how I, insanely good it is. It
0: was already so good. Um, everything that like a Godzilla movie should be. Um, and then it gets to that scene, and you're just.
1: See, what I really like <sighs> about that movie is one, it's kind of like a blend of like Godzilla being like goofy at first. Cause when you first yeah. see him, he's just like this like tadpole looking thing. <laughs> I, I laughed.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, he was really funny.
1: He looks silly. Yeah. And then, like, His whenever. Like... Yeah. <laughs> but then, whenever he's like fully evolved, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and what I really like about it is. To me, it treats Godzilla as kind of like this, like, kind of almost like a natural disaster. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of like a, a major hurricane or major earthquake. Just this force of nature that really, like, nobody can do anything, you know, about. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I love the, like, the real world aspect of it where it's like e- everything has to go through so much bureaucratic yeah, red tape. All the politics. It's like, oh, no, we, we actually don't handle this. That's traffic control. Yeah. Or whatever the... F- and it's like
1: (laughs) go deal with it traffic control
0: (laughs) (laughs) literally i mean that's literally what they say it's like that's on you guys so don't don't even bring it up to me
1: yeah for sure no definitely and i like i like i i guess i'm kind of into politics i guess like i like seeing politics portrayed on screen as well and like i don't know like it was just i enjoyed seeing that aspect and even though there was a lot of you know bureaucracy being moved through it still felt like the movie felt like a speeding bullet to me. Exactly. It's it, extremely it well
0: paced. Like, that's how great, that's how you can tell a great Godzilla movie when you care just as much about the non Godzilla shit as you do as seeing him on screen.
1: And that's such a huge problem with, like, a lot of, like, uh, at least the American modern Godzillas. is yeah. like, I don't fucking care about Kyle Chandler and fucking <laughs> and whoever. Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I want to see them fight. It's Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> All right. Let them fight. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But you're right. No, this movie definitely masterful blend of both. You know what I mean? And
0: it's, it's You're telling me that you don't appreciate the cinema of oh my God. Silla I you
1: know, I I maybe I might not be the biggest fan, but uh, <laughs> but the movie's incredible. It's a terrifying movie and it's just crazy just how he was like constantly adapting even yeah. like even when he died he was i like still the aspect adapting. of evolution yes yeah. yeah like how do you i i can't remember somebody on twitter said that the director said so that I'm, I'm, i might be just pulling this out of thin air but uh that godzilla he eventually just would have just kept evolving until he was like a whole universe
0: i know that there's like a five stage or hold on because i actually found it while i was like looking it up there's a evolution chart of even like forms that we didn't see in the movie uh let me show you that's fucking sick bro like the furthest that we see him is the top right yeah right that's fucking sick they have him looking like a whole man at one point
1: (laughs) i know yeah that is that is sick and brief shout out as well I don't know if this if the movie is directed by the same guy who does Neon Genesis Evangelion, but there is music from it is. okay, awesome, yeah. There is music from the anime Neon Genesis Evangelion in this movie, and it's fucking like heater. The whole movie is a fucking heater, bro. Excellent, that's a fucking movie right there. That's a movie. That is yeah. a movie. Yes, I I remember when it came out in theaters like while well, I was like in high school. You was, saw like, it in theaters? No, oh, no. I didn't. I, I remember like. It being a thing though and I was it was like when I was just getting into movies and I was like oh, this looks cool never went to watch it though and that's a big ass regret now
0: Yes, yeah. man man what I wouldn't give yes Uh next up on my list I watched The Elephant Man oh nice which is like the most approachable David Lynch movie to exist like I was uh, talking- approach,
1: oh, uh, as compared to like would you say it's more approachable than Blue Velvet yeah okay
0: um i mean it's it's honestly just like a biopic mm-hmm. um which it is over uh joseph merrick um they call him john merrick in the movie because he was often actually named john merrick incorrectly throughout history um i was bringing it up to my mom because she had called me after the movie and i was like, yeah we just got done watching uh this movie the elephant man and she was like oh yeah i like that movie i was like Mom, <laughs> you're just going to drop that on me? Yeah. That you have seen David Lynch's The Elephant Man? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> she said she watched it as a kid, and it freaked her the fuck out. Fuck and I was yeah. like, oh, I can... Yeah, I understand that. Um, <clears throat> The word
1: approachable fuck. is interesting to me, because while he, while he collects himself over there, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> fucking... um. Because that movie is also just very emotionally heavy as well. It is, yeah. And I I've never seen the Straight Story, which is a Disney picture by David Lynch. Um, so I feel like that one might be a little bit more approachable. Maybe.
0: Um, it's it's the most that I've seen so far. That's like the most I think maybe approachable is the wrong word, but like the most conventional, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um. Narratively speaking. Narratively speaking, and even like you know, just as far as like what Lynch has made, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this has. I don't know if it necessarily has a lot of like Lynch trademarks in it. Um,
1: Except for, I want to say like the very end.
0: Yeah, no, the very end. The very end definitely is Lynchian. The end does. Um, Quite Lynchian. Quite, if you will. Yes. Uh, But great movie. It's on Amazon Prime. They just added it, I think. Nice. And then I watched what I think is going to enter one of my favorite movies The Apartment by uh, Mm. Billy Wilder. Um, This movie, I mean, it's always gotten a lot of acclaim and I've seen it like as five stars for a lot of people. I was like, no, oh, I'll watch that someday. I finally had some time. I was going through Amazon prime, which I, if they didn't have, like Zachary said on my Twitter post, if they didn't have such a shit UI. <laughs> I would be using that so much more, Yeah, but it is very painful to actually find something to watch. Yes. And their recommendations are all just movies that I've already seen yeah. that like, they know that I've seen, they know that I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're Amazon. They know. Right. Like, stop recommending me the same shit. I want to find new shit. Uh, but I found the I found the apartment. <clears throat> it was very good. Um, Jack Lemon is in it. Um, uh, I think this is the second Billy Wilder movie he was in, because he was in Some Like It Hot.
1: Some Like It Hot.
0: Like Todd. <laughs> That's
1: cool. I don't I, know how they pose like that. I don't either. It doesn't look very comfortable. Maybe it is. I've never seen any Wilder films.
0: They're very good. At least the two that I've seen.
1: Maybe who di- who directed Sunset Boulevard?
0: That's Billy Wilder. Okay, I
1: have. That's the only one I've seen.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's probably his most popular movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then you have Some Like It Hot, The Apartment, uh, Double Indemnity. Um uh there was one that got recommended to me, but I don't remember. Uh I want to see more. I really liked what I saw in the apartment. Very funny. Very, um, not relatable anymore per se, but there's still a lot that like is true to a lot of people these days. Watch the movie. Nice. And then last night we watched, I watched it again and showed Scarlett for the first time singing in the rain.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that one.
0: That's a really, I like singing in the rain. That's such a great movie. The choreography is insane. The colors are Kelly incredible and them are all doing.
1: I love love the scene. I don't remember the exact context. It's been some years now, but they're like it's Gene Kelly and and his dancing partner. They're like it looks like they're like dancing in like heaven or something. It's like an all white setting. Oh yeah. And I think the the woman <clears> has like a really
0: and it's like going like all the way up. Yes, yes, yeah. bro.
1: I'm telling you I literally like, tears came to my eyes when I was watching that. I was like, this is so unbelievably beautiful. And,
0: and the thing about that scene is that it just exists to exist. It doesn't have yeah. actually any yes. context within the film. It's just like a, yeah, we were thinking of adding this to the movie. And it's like a, a like a 20-minute visual sequence of yes. dance and song. And... It was gorgeous. That movie just is that's an all-timer yeah i, ha- I
1: have that specific shot and scene just Im- implanted in my brain i know
0: i saw that the first time i saw it but like the second time that exact shot that you're talking about i was like that is
1: all you can do is just shake your head sometimes <laughs> yeah like, how like,
0: <laughs> that is some of the most beautiful cinema that i've ever seen in my entire life facts um yeah that's that's it
1: want to know what i've seen nada Nothing. <laughs> I've seen. What have I been doing? I've been very, very bogged down by just like I said, my anxiety over schooling, making sure I finish and that I pass everything. Sure so, happens. yeah. And uh, so I've been watching a lot of like short stuff. I've been watching a lot of, a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. If there are any anime watchers out there, tier one anime, go watch.
0: That's not JoJo. I know.
1: Okay, I was like, am I supposed to know that? <laughs> um,
0: Wait, isn't it, though? It's one of the themes.
1: You know what? I think it is. I think you're I think you're doing the theme from the specific season I'm watching, season four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Bro, that shit's so hard. That shit is hard, I bro. only know
0: the song. I don't watch anime.
1: Well, it's fucking hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that song goes hard.
1: The song does go hard, and it, I've it's used impeccable. I love a show who knows a show that knows it has an excellent theme or or music and they spam the shit out of that. (laughs) Like, yes. Like twin peaks does it all the time. Succession does it. Succession does it. They're like, bro, same. Just put that shit on repeat. Just play, 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 play. And like, I I feel that. Yes, you fucking do it. (laughs) So yeah, I've been watching a lot of that shit fire. And then, um, uh, I'm pretty sure you, you, I don't think you have a whole lot of interest in it. Maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, I've been kind of getting into Formula One racing a little bit.
0: I'm not a big F1 guy or even like NASCAR to that level.
1: Yeah, same. Like I'm definitely like not really like NASCAR like that. But, uh, you know, I follow sports people on Twitter and it's kind of pop, kind of popping off on my timeline. So. I know Davion's been watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the people I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I was getting a little intrigued. My work boss, he, uh, he's really into it. And I was like, well, I don't know where to where to begin. And he was like, Oh, well, go watch the Netflix documentary. It's a good place to start. And so I've been watching it with my roommate and he put it he put it beautifully. He was like, This show is like keeping up with the Kardashians, but for men. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, You're right, because there is a obscene amount of money that goes into this sport. Like it is a rich man's sport. Yeah. Definitely. It's a rich man you have to have money to racing it to be a part of it like as like an engineer or whatever and to even watch the motherfucker you've <laughs> got to have money because like it's expensive as shit just to watch those things in person
0: oh i can't even imagine yeah what a ticket to an f1 race would cost it's it's
1: definitely a rich man's sport and it's very global as well and like all the drivers like they're all insane like they're all <laughs> literally crazy they they like literally they have like no fear of death and they're going like 230 miles an hour they're like speeding darts having to make these turns and stuff and like the crashes that they get into and it's like bro if you if you on the track and like you even think for a second you're fucking dead yeah like it's insane bro so i've been watching i've been watching i just finished the first season of that and it's pretty interesting i don't know I'm i'm at the point where i'm like okay, am I getting into F1 racing or am I really interested in all this drama that's going on (laughs) between the drivers and the teams and the owners and stuff? You know what I mean? So, But uh, that's what I've been watching. I am thinking about tonight going to see Ambulance. We'll see about that. I've
0: been thinking about that because I've been seeing a lot of people be giving it a lot of praise. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I want to get to it, but I I I don't think it's my priority.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I know I've, I've already, at least for today, you know, I've already gotten a lot of my produ- productive stuff out of the way. And I don't know, maybe a couple hours in a movie theater will put my mind at ease. Take my mind off of other shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all for. Exactly. Yes. So I'm thinking about going to go watch Ambulance tonight. If not tonight, then I think I think I will watch it sometime in the near future. Um, so thinking about going tonight. And then, like I said, definitely going to make a strong effort to watch um, everything everywhere all at once on sunday so hopefully next time we record i will have at least two movies at least two at least that, two that's your
0: homework that okay outside I'll take of that. your regularly scheduled classes yes yes
1: that's fair that's fair yeah
0: all right well that is it for this week uh, ladies and gentlemen so come back next week for something we haven't decided yet no um, i think we
1: have uh, it's gonna be a um, bonus for
0: that's right. Yeah, we are doing a bonus episode next week. For wait, no, that's not even. That's not for another two weeks.
1: No, it's not. It's ne- wait a
0: minute. It's not next week. It's the week after. No,
1: it's not. It's next week. No.
0: The mo- we're going on ride. the twenty first. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're doing that next week, and then we have the, the holiday special yeah. series that we want to do.
0: So, stay tuned. Uh, bonus episode is going to go up on our Patreon. For the Northmen. Uh, for the Northmen. Yeah. I don't think I did say it. Yeah, it's for the Northmen. Yeah. Um, very excited to see that. Very excited to talk about that. So, give us money, and you can watch that, or listen to that. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, and concerns, you can reach us on social media, at Other Film Guys. You can find me personally at Live Mediocre until Elon Musk buys the place,
1: and I'm at Rocket Man Three. Just replace that O with a zero.
0: And thank you so much, everybody. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Helps people find the show and helps us know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. Thank you again, and go out and be safe. I hope you have all had a happy Easter.
1: Peace to the world. Peace.